Hey guys, it's Chloe here back with another episode of Chloe Cast. Today I will be talking with Dakota Bryant about the differences between being pro Second Amendment and being pro gun. This is a BPN podcast, and for more written content and podcasts like this, go to bpntoday.com. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to this podcast and enjoy. Hey guys, so as you know, today I'm going to be talking with a TikToker named Dakota Bryant, and we're going to be talking about the differences between being uh, pro-Second Amendment and being pro-gun. But before I bring him on, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about what I think the differences are and what my personal position is. So if you watch me on TikTok, my ad is conservative Chloe, if you don't, um, but if you do watch my TikTok, you know that I am pro-Second Amendment, not just pro-gun. And the difference here is that the Second Amendment specifies the right to keep and bear arms of the people. And I think, you know, a lot of people who disagree with me tend to conflate um, the uh, militia part of the amendment with the individualistic, more individualistic side of it. Um, and I believe that the right to keep and bear arms is just that. Arms is simply defined as weapons and ammunition. It doesn't have any real exact specified definition other than that. So I think that if the Second Amendment says that, we should be allowed to own just that. Anything that is qualified as a weapon or ammunition, I don't think there should be any kind of limits on it because any limits like that would, you know, be tyrannical or it would go against that amendment. So that's my personal view on that. I also think that the reason the Second Amendment was written, I'm pretty sure most people can agree on this, that the reason the Second Amendment was written was to protect people from a tyrannical government if it ever got to that so that people could, you know, rise up in revolt if needed against this tyrannical government. So how exactly am I supposed to defend myself against a tyrannical government if all I can own is a 1911 pistol and they can own tanks? You know, so I think that it's important that in order to, you know, keep a tyrannical government from beginning, even though I guess I can agree it already has by limiting our rights to own certain weaponry, the way to be able to prevent it if it gets worse is to be able to own the same things that they can because we wouldn't stand a chance against our current government with the current gun laws in place. So I just wanted to come on a little bit and talk about that first. Um, before I bring Dakota on. Now, Dakota is pro-gun, which simply means that he specified to me that he only believes in handheld weapons as a general rule for what you should be allowed to own. Now, there are some exceptions to that, which he can talk about when he comes on, but the um, I believe that the Second Amendment encompasses all weapons, whereas people who are pro-gun may just believe in the right to own guns, not necessarily other weaponry or other forms of ammunition. So I hope that was able to clear some stuff up as to what I believe, what Dakota believes, and what this discussion is going to be about. So enjoy, guys. All right, guys, now um, we're going to welcome on Dakota Bryant. So he's going to talk a little bit about his position on this issue. As I mentioned before, he is pro-gun, and we're going to talk about differences between being pro-2A and being pro-gun. Um, and he's going to answer a few questions that I have for him. So, Dakota. All right, hi. Uh, I'm Dakota. I go by Culper Ring on the Internet. I am on TikTok, Culper uh, uh, underscore ring. Um, I'm a leftist. Um, that's where I get a lot of my foundational beliefs from. And uh, I'm pro-gun, which is not necessarily the same as pro-2A, because there are things like um, fighter jets or tanks or nuclear weapons 
that I disagree with the citizenry having um, on a very simple premise. So when Marx talked about uh, guns and gun rights, he was speaking about the workers and the workers owning um, the arms. And when you're talking about the citizens having the rights to these things, you're not necessarily talking about giving them the ability to, right? So when you have 80% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck, it's going to be hard to fit an $8 million tank into the budget or a $100 million fighter jet into the budget, you know? So when you're giving the citizenry the right to do these things, you're actually just giving them the, um, you're actually just giving the bourgeoisie the ability to, um, not necessarily the workers, which is why I'm not really in favor of the citizenry having it, because I think that the rich elites having um, these really high-end weapons is probably worse than just the state having them. All right. Thank you, Dakota, for introducing your beliefs. So I do have a couple questions just for like a basic interview. So um, you mentioned why you're uh, pro-gun and not pro-Second Amendment. So we covered that. Um, What do you believe the intention of the Second Amendment was when it was written? Uh, I think the intention of the Second Amendment is very clear. It was to protect against a uh, tyrannical government. Um, uh, The founding fathers were very much against that that sort of thing. You also saw that in the Third Amendment where they don't allow soldiers into the Mm -hmm. home. So I think it's very much, very, very clear that it's uh, to protect against a tyrannical government. Okay, that's good. Uh, Do you believe that limits of any kind on the Second Amendment are tyrannical in any way? Uh, Like the ones I stated, not necessarily. Um, More like ones that we have now, I mean. Um, yeah, I would, I would think that's things like red flag laws mm-hmm. are probably trampling on the second amendment, uh, bump stock bans, yep. uh, anything that inhibits the citizenry from owning and obtaining firearms, I do believe is uh, infringement on the second amendment. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Um, what weapons should civilians not be allowed to own and why? I know you mentioned a few, but if there's any others, you can go into that. Uh, it's, it's less about like what I think the citizenry should be allowed to own and what they can afford. Mm-hmm. So a lot of workers aren't able to afford uh, some of these higher end things. And those are the things that I'm uh, weary of getting the citizenry the ability to do. Is that mainly because you don't want um, like the bourgeoisie to have more uh, weapon based power than the workers? Yeah, I think so. So when in, in regards to like um, leftist theory is that we don't like the state and we don't like, you know, the, the, what, like the bourgeoisie, right? Yeah. So when you're, you're giving the bourgeoisie the ability to have these things, it's potentially more dangerous because, uh, although the state is very dangerous to have these things, so would the uh, rich elites because their interests are counter to the, uh, the workers. Yeah. Okay. Um, how do you feel about mandatory background checks and how they could hinder someone's ability to own a firearm? Uh, mandatory background checks. I, so I like the idea of having a database, but I don't like the idea of infringing on somebody's, uh, ability to own a firearm, but I do like the idea of, um, knowing who does have firearms. If that makes okay. Sense. So you would support some kind of background check system where it doesn't necessarily inhibit your ability to own one, but just more of like who owns one kind of. Yeah. Okay. And should there be any limits as far as who can own guns? If so, what types of restrictions? Uh, no, I honestly, I think the more people that have guns, the safer society is. And if that means like, uh, evil people having their hands on guns, it means more good people having their hands on guns. Yeah, I completely agree there. I think that, um, you know, you and I have different political views, very different, but I think we both agree, um, in the sense that I, that it's pretty tyrannical to put limits on, uh, weapons and that the entire point was to protect against tyranny. So not only are we currently contradicting ourselves, but it could get far worse if we um, put more restrictions on guns, not to mention that uh, many 
shootings, the majority of them actually occur with illegally obtained weapons. So it's not really helping if we take more guns away from people or put more limits and make it harder for anyone to get them, especially the good people. Sure. Yeah. Well, those were all the questions that I have. I know it was pretty short, but thank you for coming on, Dakota. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, have a good day. Yep. You as well. Bye. All right, guys, that was Dakota Bryant. His at on TikTok is Culper underscore ring. You should definitely go check out his account. As you can see, he was pretty cool about that conversation. Um, it was interesting to hear the perspective of someone pro-gun on the left. You usually see that more in, um, you know, Marxists. As he mentioned, he got his beliefs from Marxist theory. So I really enjoyed that conversation quite a bit. Um, you don't see that as often as you would like, but um Yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed that part of the conversation, and I'll be back in just a moment. Hey everyone, I'm back with the last section of this podcast. I just wanted to go over a few of the things that Dakota mentioned and um, how they relate in relation to my beliefs. Um, So, you know, he mentioned that whenever I asked about you know, does he believe that the limits of um, weapons or how to get them or who can get them now is pretty tyrannical. And I think that um, it was great to see someone with a different political perspective than me agree on that, because I think it is so essential that we recognize how tyrannical it is to take away citizens' right to own weaponry when we understand the point of the Second Amendment. We understand the point of the Second Amendment, like even Dakota agreed again, was that that the people should be allowed to protect themselves against a tyrannical government if needed. You know, we have different views on why people should be owning guns, but that's perfectly fine, you know? It's just that, you know, I think it is so essential that we realize that the reason the Second Amendment was put into place was to prevent against tyranny, and now we're literally having limits put on when we can own thi- when we can own guns, who can own them, what types of guns we can own, and that's literally the example of tyranny we need in order to fight for our gun rights and for our weapon rights in general. And... Um, You know, I also, we talked a little bit about, you know, uh, background checks, red flag laws, um, you know, other types of restrictions on especially who can own them, things like that. And I completely agree with Dakota there. I don't think there should be any limits on who can own them. Um, You know, I don't believe in red flag laws, bump stock bans, um, background checks. I agree, like like he mentioned, I would agree with a sort of database where we know who owns them, you know, just so, you know, we know when weapons are being illegally obtained versus legally obtained. However, that doesn't mean I think that there should be any kind of background check because, again, these things could inhibit someone's ability, excuse me, to get a firearm if needed. Um, All of these different things that go into it, it's just at the end of the day, it's been proven that gun control doesn't work, okay? Like any kind of gun control. In cities with more gun control laws or places where it's harder to get a gun, there are actually more mass shootings or even just one-on-one shootings um, and gun deaths per capita, like Chicago. Chicago is a perfect example of that. They have some of the strictest gun laws in the country, and yet they have the highest amount of shootings per capita. So I think it's been proven through these studies that gun control clearly does not work. And because of that, if we continue to put limits you know, it's it's just going to keep getting worse and worse, and people are just going to keep getting guns illegally. 
Um, and same thing goes with gun-free zones and, you know, just general limits on guns just don't just they don't work because the criminal is always going to be the criminal. And that's the biggest part of this discussion is, you know, who should we keep from getting guns and why? And I think the answer is always criminals, but they're not going to care, right? Like they're already planning on committing a crime, something that is already illegal. So they're going to get that gun in whatever way that they want to. It doesn't matter to them. So I think it's important that we arm the good people so that good people can protect themselves from bad people with guns. And those bad people with guns are not just civilians, they're the government too. Any kind of authority is authority that should be questioned. So I think it is important that we start standing up for our right to own weaponry against the government. Because if we don't, and they keep taking more and more of our weapons away, that's not only tyranny, but it could get far worse. And I think you guys know where I would go with this. So um, that's kind of all I wanted to talk about um, in terms of pro-Second Amendment versus pro-gun on gun control. Um, But I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Remember, this is a BPN podcast. For more podcasts and written content, go to Uh, bpntoday.com. Don't forget to subscribe or follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to, um, Spotify, iTunes. Um, And yeah, enjoy. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and I can't wait to see you guys next time. Bye.